This is Recruitment Agency Ignition with Andy Whitehead. Helping you build your recruitment employment business fast. Fast, fast. Using digital and automation and one to many systems, tools, and inbound strategies. First off, Jim, how about you just um, take us through who you are, a bit of background about yourself? Sure. Well, uh, I, I was pretty late into recruitment, so I'd, I'd uh, had a business previous to that. Uh, in the mid-2000s, I had outbound call centers when the mobile phone industry really took off when uh, camera phones started, and business was great, uh, quickly grew. Uh, and in the, by the end of 2007, 2008, the legislation in terms, in terms of using distance sales for, for mobile phones, so we literally had a, a, a slow exit from that business, and I, and I took two or three years out, you know, didn't do anything really, realistically, just lived uh, a nice life. Uh, fast forward to kind of 2011, I was approached by uh, a gentleman who used to be my accountant uh, for my first company, and he... He's an accountant, sort of corporate financer, so he restructures business, which, which are, stu- are, are struggling. He had a recruitment agency uh, over in uh, Sunny Barnsley, which was, it had problems, it had issues. He said, Jamie, can you do me a favor? Can you go and have a look at this company? That was me, off I went. So I had a look at this company, told him it was a bit of a mess and needed a lot of work doing. And, and that was the start of Clarico back in December 2012. And over the last five years, through uh, our own growth in terms of traditional sales and uh, two or three acquisitions, the business has grown from probably a million turnover in its first year to probably this year, we probably do between eight and 10 million. So it's had good growth. But within that, uh, we've never really realized profits through our acquisitions. It's been a very painful growth. Yeah, uh, because we've literally had to fight fires through that period. You know, you bring new people into the business who kind of don't believe in what your, your kind of way of doing things, and it's 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 just been a struggle. That's that's where we got to kind of the beginning of this year is that we we've grown uh, at a really good rate, but we weren't realizing profits. So of course, as a business owner, that can be quite frustrating. Yeah. The tech market is difficult. It's it's a difficult industry to be in. So I suppose at the beginning of this year, I was kind of looking for other things to do with the business. So when we um, if we backtrack to to when we sort of got together, just before we got together, so yep. uh, maybe a month before, um, what was going on in your in your world then? What were sort of the, the three key three key challenges, pain points, or the three key things you were looking for at that time? You know, what why what was going on that made you you know come to us? Well. I'd done a relaunch uh, in effect in terms of setting out the objectives of the business for this year uh, in terms of how we wanted to recruit, placed a lot of emphasis on uh, how we better interacted with candidates because I could see that the market shifting, you know, the the methodology applied to permanent recruitment in terms of valuing the candidate was often, is often lost on on temporary and contract recruitment because it's the the scene of, the scene is expendable, you know, it's an unlimited resource. And with obviously the impact of Brexit and and declining numbers of workers, I, I, I knew that we had to do more to kind of keep our 
our temporary workers and our contract workers engaged and with us because the cost of recruits getting higher. It's more expensive. Advertising is going up. You know, it's more competitive. So you're better to recruit once than recruit twice, three times, four times for your role. So I was looking. I was. I was. I knew that I had to change. So I started doing uh, quite a lot of. I don't know, call it research or just, you know, out of work work. So I, I'll take the dog for a walk and I was listening to some of your podcasts, the uh, Recruitment Employment Confederation. Sorry for plugging them on here, Andy, but <laughs> they, they, they were doing something called a scale up live uh, 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 project over, over a period of time where they got kind of some of the, the UK's recruitment leaders to do kind of one hour kind of talks and kind of to see where they thought the industry was going to go. So you, you, you take all that information on board and then I suppose you start to formulate and think, right, you know, we can't just keep doing the same as everybody else. You know, we're not going to survive. You know, for, for, for an agency like, like ours, we're always at the risk of getting gobbled up by one of the big players, yeah. one, of the, one of the big high street brands. You know, they, they will see us and think, oh, well, they've got, they've got a good business in that area. Let's just go and buy them up. And the reality is I, at the time I was uh, – just a third shareholder in the business, so I thought I need to do something to protect us as a business and just change the way the way we, uh, we the way we do things. Got it. So that time, then there was a case of um, with the onset of Brexit and the competitive nature of your industry. Then, particularly yep. where you, where you are, um, there was a need to change. Hence, yes. so so when you when you had that that need to make that change, what what was what was going on? What's the because um, know when you and I spoke. Um, previously, there were there were a few key drivers that made you think this is what I need to change. This is why I need to change. So, you know, one of the things I remember you saying you were doing was driving up and down, you know, the, the country, kind of yeah. clean yourself. Yeah, we had the our, our network of branches. We had we have two in the north of England, well, three in the north of England, and we had we have three down south. And I'm based up north in uh, in, in Wigan. So I was regularly doing the drive down the M6, which you know, I know you have listeners overseas, but the M6 at the best of times is not the best motorway <laughs> in England. And I, I was my day would be leaving the house at kind of half past four in the morning, three or four hours of driving to get through Birmingham, down south to maybe Swindon or Bristol, three or four hours worth of you know meetings with clients or with consultants, back up in the car. You know, on the way back, it's always worse coming back for some reason, four or five hours. So you're talking... 16 hours days eight of those in a car and not really achieving anything because you you know I, I mentioned this in a previous call is that if you're only having a you're effect working part-time because you're sat in a car traveling down there uh and yes you can take calls in the cars yes you can go and spend time one-to-one because i believe that one-to-one is always the best way of doing business we can have all these strategies but the reality is to get in front of someone have a face-to-face conversation or with a member of staff always you know is, is the best way to do things and the, the the biggest frustration for me is that every time i went down there realistically you're doing firefighting you know what problems do you have you know not enough this not enough clients not enough candidates you know try this not working so you give your consultants your ideas you'll tell you'll you'll redefine the service with clients but by the time you then drive back up you then go to another site that message is lost because you know, shit happens, doesn't it? Things yeah. change, you know, another problem arises. And then it's maybe another week or two before you get back down in front of that person, that client again. And I just felt down, and I mentioned this before, is that I'd been kind of, I'd, I, as a business owner, been diluted so much that I was having no impact at the organization whatsoever, nothing at all. Uh, and the, the days, the months, the weeks were drifting by. Now, 
when, when you can see you're having steady growth, that looks okay. But I, I knew we could do more. I knew there was something more to this. I knew that we could be more profitable. We could be a better place for our consultants to work. We could be a better place for people to come and work for us in terms of our clients. So I think I sat down and I said to myself, I, I don't think all, all three key components for me are not working in that my probably staff are not happy because they're not getting the support that they want. Our our temporary workers are probably not as happy as contractors are, are not as happy as that they could be because we're probably not making sure that the, the environment they're going to work in is as good as it could be. And number three, as as a, as a shareholder, I suppose, is that I'm not happy because I'm not getting enough profits. So I'm not getting enough time. So really, all, all three of our kind of cornerstones were not as they should yeah, be. Great. Just take us through if you could maybe just pick out you know the maybe the th- three big. Three parts of this. I know there's hundreds of different things we do and strategies, but maybe the three, the three, sure. the call that made a big difference to you so far, Jamie. Well, well, I think what we're helpful for people is that when when I came to first join with you, Andy, I was going to push through perm recruitment and use all the strategies that you do, and that's what we started off doing. We actually have that model set up, ready to go in terms of there's a website built for a perm division of our business, uh, and and there is a data set built for that. But I quickly realised. That there's uh, there's a lot of what I was seeing could be kind of reverse engineered into the temporary and contract business. Yeah, there's a lot of the strategies that that could be used, which could you know add value and make us more efficient. So if we could be more efficient at recruiters and have more time to recruit, that we can increase our numbers of temporary workers and contracts we've got out there. So uh, in terms of the three systems that we quickly used was that we. Uh, we adopted the VA to start adding the VA to start data set building so that when we were ready, we've had, we'd have this ready-made desk to drop someone onto. You know, LinkedIn will be built. The clients and candidates would be all sat there. So someone could literally start from day one with, a, I would say, a warm desk. You know, it was all there. It's just, it just, it's just a case of, you know, off you go and go and run with that. Yep. So number one for us was, you know, adding that value of data. Uh, the second was the, the use of acuity, uh, the online scheduling. So, you know, for us, what we do in the past is the application would come in, uh, consultants would then start processing those applications. And what you're finding is that you're calling people that, I, I'll say ghosts, they're not ghosts because they're in work or, or, you know, they're not available at that time. But, you know, consultants are making 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 calls a day and speaking to maybe 10 people. I yeah. don't know. You, you don't know the numbers. But, Hence, you know, suffice it to say, they're not speaking to enough people. So the fact that we very quickly, what we did is we we used the uh, acuity linked into so all the job boards that we used, we would use the scheduling to uh, as an autoresponder. So as soon as they applied, it was a case of great, we've got the application scheduling with one of our consultants to book, you know, a telephone interview or registration with us. So um, immediately, we were creating a funnel of of candidates coming through. Of people that were all that were, were were there to speak to, you know, they weren't just you know in work or whatever. They were arranging times when they could talk to us, so we could have that engagement with people. So you know, it made us much more efficient recruiters. And I think then the the biggest one for us is that again, because we're in temp and contract, we acquire a lot of data on a day to day basis. It's massive the amount of inbound traffic that comes to us, and over a five year period, we've built up built up data, built up data. But it's never been used, you know. You get churn of consultants, so you know new consul- new consultant comes in, they go and start building their own pool of candidates, and all these people who 
maybe they weren't good enough at the beginning or they, you know, they let you down and they walked off on the sand or wherever it would be, they'd just been forgot. And the reality is that we all move on in our lives. So a candidate that you had five years ago was no good, could have like sorted their life out at this point and you know, progressed in their career and be ready to be re-engaged with again. And we just weren't doing anything with that. So we immediately did a bit of testing with RRRR uh, in terms of testing the perm stuff, found out it worked, got some results, and then literally dragged a segment of our old database off for our template contractors loaded it into a double RRR campaign and just, you know, inundated our inboxes with people who had previously expressed an interest to work but had kind of gone cold, we forgot about them. We all of a sudden had this real live data again that we could then convert into uh, into uh, placements. Awesome. So so there are three three core components. So what I've, what I've spent out here, we've got data sets, VA, and yep. I've not heard that the way you phrase it, but I guess that's exactly what the outcome is. You've created... Um, it's a ready-made desk, the phrase you used. So, you, yeah. um, so the, the consultant comes and you say, it's warm already set up. Um, yeah. Love that. So from the meeting, the inbound, so this is just for those guys who, who are listening. So as opposed to, say, Jamie making 90 calls a day and getting through to 10, it's a case of uh, there's 40, 40 guys booked into your calendar, um, yep. et cetera, et cetera. So they're actually booking into your calendar. And double R, double R. So that, that's both um, had traction in the perm and the temp side, is it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. so if we look at what we have got going on then here, if we got the the data sets and you we got the data sets, we got double R, double R. If we if we have that up and running, which you've got, I guess that gives your gives your guys a, a ready made pipeline, doesn't it? And if we yeah. got double R, double R running and it's converting, and we have got the the meetings happening every day, I guess that's giving your guys the consultants sort of certainty, but also start enjoying the role again, as opposed to making shitty calls. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the, the beauty is, is that you know. Uh, and I heard this mentioned on, on some of the sessions that you've done previously. It's about turning the tap on and off. And I thought, well, that would be kind of like the holy grail to get to that point. And, and it is true, uh, you know, to the point where we, I think our database is probably uh, on our temp and contrast has run about the 2025K. 20, we did a sample of 2,000 to 2,500. I think it was 2,500 in the end, just in one branch. And we, we've not run another one since because we, we, we filled up that much from that first campaign of old data. Uh, and now, the, the point we're at now is that all the inbound traffic, if it doesn't convert in that first week, it's immediately then dragged into double R, double R to then keep chasing those people down. So eventually, we do get them to convert. And again, a consultant's not going to do that. It's just running in the background. So everyone's just got out the normal jobs, dealing with the fresh inbound inquiries and all the stuff that converts, while the old, colder data is just getting farmed consistently. Love that. Love that. So... So with the data sets then, and you're creating that, quote, warm desk, and we've got the, the inbound, yeah. I guess that, what that gives you then, if you've got this process, that's something you can then replicate as you look to scale. You can replicate that, create a new desk, new desk, et cetera, et cetera. That is the, that is the strategy, yeah. It's a case of, you know, we, you know, I'm, I'm four or five months in, which seems like a long time, but be, because we're a large business, it, it does take much more time to get these things kind of implemented. So we're doing it in small segments of testing until we get to the point where we think, right, that's the finished model, put that down in a process, and then off we go and roll it out to the rest of the business. But the reality is now, yes, if we're going to make an acquisition, of, of not of another business, but of a consultant, I, 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 would, I could build the desk before I, before I got the consultant. You know, I could set, set the V onto a, a, set, a data set building, get that desk warmed up, and then literally drop someone in and have, you know, clients and candidates there sat waiting for someone to work with. 
and, and then again, it's at that point that you've got true, tr true measurables to measure that person against. It's, you know, they, if they fail, it's not because they've not got the right data, they're not making the call, it's because they're not a good consultant rather than it's an external factor that's causing the problem. Yeah, so you've got that control, haven't you, in that case, as yep. opposed to being reactive. You can actually start to make predictable outcomes on. Yep. Put 2,000 leads through would equate to, <coughs> excuse me, X amount of candidates, X amount of leads, yep. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Great. Know, but, and, um, for you and your business now, what are the sort of the four, the four key outcomes do you say have been the biggest benefits so far? Well, I think number one for me uh, is, I mean, we all, as a business owner, you should know that the value of your business is in the data that you're going to build and what you do with that data. But if you don't put process in place to manage that big data that's coming through, then it's worthless, and you know you, you, you end up you end up wasting that data. So it's it's about how you manage that. So that was the key thing for us in, in terms of that. You know, I, I see my business now more more like a factory. You know, the, the, there's a raw ingredients coming in there at the beginning, and then it goes through this kind of processing machine to put something out at the end. Um, and then is that I suppose that. There is a different way to do these things, and is that I, you know, it's very easy as a as a business owner to think that you know best. I've worked recruitment ten years; I know it all. It's, it's just it's ridiculous. It changes, and you need to accept that whatever you did last year wasn't good enough. It needs to be better than it was last year. So it's about opening your mind to different things, and and I suppose being in an environment where ideas can be banded about, you know, as I said on our previous calls, Andy, you don't have all the answers, neither do I, but if you've got other people who are, who are, who are figuring this thing out together, it adds more value because in effect what you've got with the inner circle is you've got, what, 60, 70, 80, 90 directors in recruitment who have all got ideas about what they can work in recruitment. So even if 10% of that's good, if you take 10% from each idea and put that together, you've got something you can run with. That's, that's exactly it. Funny enough, when we're in, um, in London, hopefully Jamie comes to London next month. Um, I'll try. Yeah, do that. Um, in London, one of the things we did, we did a, um, got everyone in the room to do a 10-minute tactic. Essentially, just last year, what they've done is added, I don't know, might be 100K, might be add 500K, but, but something they've yeah. done, either a legacy strategy, inner circle strategy, or a mixture of multiple strategies. And what came out of that was even more powerful than the new stuff we created. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was phenomenal. So I uh, absolutely agree with that. And as you know, we've got a pretty solid group of um of directors, so we've got so the data for you then has been a, a key thing. So it's like now like a factory. Yep. Um, also now got the you know the, the new ideas and, and, and the proven models coming in. If, you, yep. if there were two more outcomes that you that you think, yeah, this is this has been this has been worth it so far, or this has given us some good solid ABC. What would the two more be? Well, it's the it's the fact that we're you know we're 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 actually developing a process to you know how much data we can kind of put into the system and then what what our conversion will be to get out of there so if we know we need to place 100 contractors in a site we know we're going to need to have 300 400 500 applicants to push through and then the, out of that we'll convert x number now you know we're we're only in the early stage of testing but the, the you know i mentioned on the uh, on the inner circle uh Facebook page that we, we took on a new contract. It, it's, it's big numbers. It's a massive site in terms of what it could be worth to us. And in that type of contract, that type of volume, you can very easily fail. You know, if you don't get your numbers there and you're, you're, you know, your client orders 30, you deliver 10, you're only going to get away with that once or twice and then bump second agencies in there, taking the work that you should have had. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's being able to confidently predict that yes we can meet that requirement we can consistently meet that requirement because we have a model which will convert people will bring people into the business we can spend that much in advertising we can do this 
put them into the system, the consultants were already speaking to and registering people who were actually available rather than ones who were just selling a CV for the sake of it. Yeah, I've actually written that down, actually. Um, you can predict. So that's yeah. exactly where we want to get. So each month we do a 30-day plan for the next 30 days. And as it's called a 30-day plan. But where we want you to yeah. get is be able to actually predict what your metrics are going to be, i.e. X amount of leads in, and if it's linear, X amount of revenue for you in turn profit. Um, yeah. So the process, there's one final one, and I'm pushing you now. There's one final yeah. one. Um, what would it be? Well, I think as part of this process, what it's done is it's allowed me to reevaluate the business. So rather, I'm we're cutting... Cutting the fat, is that a good, good yep. way of saying it? Yep. We are cutting the fat right now in that we're looking to do, yeah, we're streamlining, we're looking to do more with less. So we, we know that we can, we have a model which can bring in candidates. We have a model that can get us clients in terms of the data set building. Yes, there's still, you know, none of this takes away from the fact that you need, still need to have someone that can engage with people. Yep. You know, you, there is no system in the world that's going to make you a lot of money without you being able to convert. You, you, there has to be someone there to drive the machine. But it means that we can, as a business, get those right people, reward them. You know, So we're looking to put bonus packages on there, which far outweigh any other industrial recruitment, recruitment consultant because we know we can handle more work as a business. We can, we can have more temporary workers. We have more contractors. They, they, our consultants can handle more contracts because... The thing that takes up so much time is obviously this actual recruitment process. How do we find the candidates? How do we find the clients? If you can systemize that and give them all the candidates they need, give them all the clients they need, then they can take more work. They can handle more work. Discover how to build your recruitment employment agency using one to many automation and inbound strategies before anyone else in your market specialization. Check out recruitmentmarketinginternational.com.